0: Hoes jump like Vince Carter Backstage like they a part of production We talked about a train you gotta start off with something Her mama went to college, but yet her father was hustling uh, Found it funny cause now they daughter is stuck in A similar predicament, I'm asking where her nigga went She said your guess is good as mine Dropped out of school, now he run the streets like all the time Left me alone with this baby, I don't hear for the nigga And to keep your honey with you, I don't care for the nigga Well, moving on funny cause I only know a couple of your songs but I love when they come on work. I take it baby I take it why I'm staring at you cause I'm picturing you naked know what's on your mind embrace it do not fake it tonight is what you make it take it do not waste it take a shot you not waste it nigga with blacks not play I'm in a small ass town with a superstar chip. it's a superstar dick girl how could you not taste it That's a little egotistic, my amigos be hawking in Toledo Niggas winning off me, it's RG Cause he know bitches can't get the Michael, So they settling for Tito We know, yeah nigga we know Hot bitch fell in my lap like cappuccino Niggas so thirsty, it irks me You keep on putting bitches over money But that ain't my cup of Tito Nah nigga, the game is to get a bunch of papers just to change the fucking neighbors and shit I swear if niggas put half what they put in chasing ass into a crab By now you'd be famous and rich huh. But I get it, you'd rather lay with a bitch Why you play with a pussy and let her play with your dick huh. She thinkin' she got a first round pick huh? She thinkin' about all the things she can get huh. She thinkin' you got to range for a whip And a fly ass criminal But it's not that simple cause All you got is a phone full of bitches they just like her. Meanwhile, I'm stacking paper up my word. Had more hoes coming than a bus driver. Got a full grown woman, wanna fuck my word. Wanna ride my nails, let her suck my verbs, Hey, eh? I'll take it, baby, i take it. Why I'm staring at you? Cause I'm picturing you naked. Know what's on your mind, embrace it, do not fake it. Tonight is what you make it, take it, do not waste it. Take a shot, do not waste it. Flash
1: my play, I'm in a small town with a superstar chick. It's a superstar dick, how could you not taste it? Alright, <clears throat> um, General Policy, Free Women and Men podcast, Sunday, December, not December, what's going on with me today, February, uh, 26th, episode 2 for today is the second episode of the day, just gonna cover what I did not cover in the first episode, you know what I'm saying uh, if you are new here uh again general policy fwm which stands for free women and men from mental slavery probably don't realize you're in mental slavery some aren't most are um you know and you know again prime example mental slavery just woke up today <clears throat> well not yeah I, I woke up Looked outside, looked to the left, right, because you know they said, Scripture says everyone will be able to see him all over the world when he comes back. And today he didn't he he didn't make it bad today. Uh, you know, if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Jesus, it's not here, but the sun is out, so you have another day to rectify whatever bullshit you did yesterday, or you have another chance to improve on. Whatever you did yesterday Simple as that You know what I mean That's, that's the allegory there You know what I mean But if you want to sit and wait on Somebody to come out the sky They're giving you signs that aliens might be coming So hey Who knows <clears throat> Maybe it ain't an alien Maybe it's God It could be a bird it could be a plane It's definitely not Superman uh, But yeah We talk about astrology uh, History And uh, numerology Primarily, uh, Gematria um, This is a very informative podcast, probably the best podcast ever. If you have the, the time to listen and if you're good with math, because we definitely talk about math uh, in these cashes right now. Gematria, that's what we're talking about. Mostly um, Gematria is a form of numerology. It means geometry and language. Another name for it is the Pythagorean theorem. Another name for it is the 47th problem, of Euclid. It's, again, just geometry and language uh, based in the English alphabet, English language, because English is the most dominant language on the planet. Who made it the most dominant language on the planet? I answer that, if you even knew that. Catholic Church. Catholic Church is probably the most dominant religion. Well, obviously, we know there are more Muslims than anything, but uh, the most powerful are the few, the white. The Catholics, uh, they run the world. Um, their military faction is the Jesuit order or Society of Jesus, the Jesuits, yada, yada, yada. And using the Jesuits and other, you know, secret societies, things of that nature, they pretty much have their, their hand in everything from sports to politics to the, the news. Um, you know, anything, any and everything, any and everything that seems to generate money, they have their hands in it. Um, Pope is the most powerful person on the planet. And. Um, obviously there's somebody behind him, but for, for, you know, these purposes, for the sake of the visuals that we're getting on the TV every day, it's the Pope. Um, others might say the president, but that nigga ain't shit. As you see Joe Biden falling up and down the stairs and shit. Uh, but yeah, so, um, you know, 15th century, right? That's when we were placed on the current calendar system that we're on, the Gregorian calendar, uh, which is named after our fucking Pope, uh, Pope Gregory, not sure which number. I think it's been a couple Pope Gregory's, but it's named after Pope Gregory, Gregorian calendar. If you don't believe me, Google it. Uh, this is all in the 15th century that the uh, calendar system was standardized to the Gregorian calendar and English language was standardized to a 26 letter alphabet. Uh, Catholic monk, Burfer, Catholic Burfer. I don't know how to spell that shit. Look it up. But uh, anyway, these Cassius blessing. Hold up. But yeah, that's what we talk about. That's what I talk about. Um, Oftentimes, you'll hear me uh, play Zachary K. Hubbard, who is pretty much a person that taught me this shit. Um, And if you're a historian, man, I mean, if you like history, uh, you'll appreciate this. And if you like uh, sports, I think you'll appreciate it, too. Um, Because, again, all sports, all pro leagues are rigged, contrary to belief. You know what I mean? And every game is rigged contrary to believe there are some that just believe only certain games are rigged now why would that why would that be why would only the championship game be rigged you fucking idiot think about that why would just the championship game be rigged (laughs) i mean they had to rig it to get those two teams in the championship game moron excuse me you know i get a little passionate um so before we get into it you know man i get a little aggressive i'm um put my man gucci Mane. aggressive i really like that song you know, I man. Uh and then we'll you know get into it. But uh yeah, four base ciphers of gematria in English language, just the alphabet forwards, A is the first letter, I mean Z is the twenty-six, then the alphabet backwards where A where Z would be the first letter and A would be the twenty-six of so Z to A, you know, one we And then uh <clears throat> the alphabet forwards with the rules of numerology apply, and then backwards with the rules of numerology apply for four ciphers. It's just math, simple algebra, you know what I mean? Your fucking second year old, second grader can do it. Um, and this is how we see what happens in the news every day, you know what I mean? This is how we're able to predict these basketball games, football, any game. Um, we can predict what's going to happen tomorrow, you know what I mean, in the news because the news operates on this code. There are thousands of things going on, millions, hundreds of millions of things going on every day. Um, so how does the news choose which story they're going to, you know, report? They do it by this code. They do it by the astrology of the day of the week, the date numerology of the day. You know what I mean? And depending on the topic, you know what I mean? They'll manipulate. They might hold some news for a couple of days just to release it on a specific day with that specific date numerology. Specific zodiac shit. I mean, this is, I mean, hey, this is some esoteric shit. This is the shit you're not taught in grade school for a specific reason. You know what I mean? They're teaching you to be a dumbass in grade school. They're teaching your ass that Christopher Columbus discovered a place where there were already people. They're teaching you that Adolf Hitler committed suicide, yet they couldn't find his body. Like, what the fuck? How you know he committed suicide then? And it's just shit like that, you know, that they know that the American populace, or people in general, for that matter, are dumb as fuck, don't know shit about shit, just want to eat their pizza, hot wings, Philly cheesesteak, you know, drink their beer, and watch sports. They want to watch 45-year-old Tom Brady play fucking quarterback, (laughs) I'm mean, at forty five years old in allegedly the most violent game next to hockey. like it it, it just doesn't make sense. It's rigged. So yeah, here we go. Chris. <laughs>
2: I can spell not a second. I give some fuck by the record. I got a criminal record. These huh? boys so scared of big Gucci, they make subliminal rockers. Most of these rappers is pussy, they making feminine rockers. It ain't a nigga in the industry that I wanna meet. Your favorite no. rapper or sucker, that's not surprising to me. You can't be talking to the police, then try signing with me. I ain't co signing these niggas, I'm only vouching for me. I all no couches with me. You no. niggas winning no trap house second, no bounces with me. All got me feeling aggressive. this ice got me This and so aggressive. It got me hoes so aggressive. All this ice got me feeling aggressive. All these cash got me feeling aggressive. This rose and so. Aggressive. They gotta be hoes get so aggressive. I'm a business, a building A man with the millions Whoa. Use collateral damage, cause boy you just A civilian, huh? use a sheep in a wolf outfit, boy you just a chameleon And you're blending good But I hurt more than your feelings yeah. I'm a monster, yeah. a monster, a monster A contract killer, huh? I'm a convict A con man, an drug dealer yeah. I'm a bricks yeah. man, hit man Jack boy, kick man Knock your dough off the hinges I hit big licks and huh? all my people Like heaters, we don't like Features, no. we love each other, but we don't like people. No. we crazy and violent, and they can't teach us. We huh? just couldn't reach us. But the hoes don't greet us because yeah. we ballin' yeah. on you suckers. There's one more on the bleach. These niggas, real dick riders, wheelchair leaders. Now you God. can't compete with Gucci, so just follow the leaders. Because I'm sure that preference on seats that might follow your readers. <laughs> <'Cause laughs> <I'm sure they're laughs> I'm so aggressive, yeah. My yeah. rose so aggressive. It got the hoes getting so aggressive. All these eyes got me feeling aggressive. All these calves got me feeling aggressive. This drop my rose is so aggressive. It got the hoes getting so
3: Aggressive. it is february 26 2023 30 years ago today was the 93 world trade center bombing but what i want to talk about today is the contriving of racism in the media and Again, it's been a really interesting thing to witness if you're around my age. Again, I was born in 1983. Seemingly, we were coming up in this age where we had overcome racism. You know, the the past of racism and segregation and discriminating based on skin color. It seemed like it was a thing of the past. And then what was amazing is... Ten years after Tupac's song, Changes, where he says we still ain't seen a black president, exactly ten years after that song was released, Obama won the election, the nation's first black president. It seemed like it was all part of the course of what was going on, just racial relations improving. And then, amazingly, in the time of Obama being in president, the media began this hyper-focus on racism, and especially through government agencies like the police and their discrimination and unlawful beatings and killings of black men which as we know brought about black lives matter which was more recently catapulted with the george floyd killing by a police officer and now the media makes it seem like there's never been more racism like like we're living in the most racist period in american history And, uh, again, what's happening in the media is separate from most of our lives. Most of us in our lives, we're not actually seeing acts of racism. At all. Uh, Some people might be taking on these media stories and then then making it part of their life and and acting like there's more racism than there is. For sure. But there's a reason the media is working in overdrive to divide us, and there is a reason that they did it when they gave us the first black president. Uh, Again, these people are... Are clever manipulators, and they're constantly playing with the minds of Americans through mass media, which they control. And when I say they, I'm talking about the Jesuit Order. And you can prove all day that it is the Jesuits doing this. And uh, again, George Orwell's "1984." Understand? George Orwell was a member of the Fabian Society.
1: We talk about George Orwell all the time. "1984."
3: And if you don't know what the Fabian Society is, look into it but very much a think tank, uh, a group of cultural manipulators, if you will. But George Orwell wrote such an accurate novel in 1984 because he was part of this powerful society that was the the machine or part of the machine plotting the way to manipulate the minds of people. So he knew how to write a a book about this that goes down as fiction but was really uh, a, a warning for the type of world that was being built around us. And if you've never read 1984, it's, again, it's largely about a populace of people who are controlled through screens, and the screen is always, you know, putting fear in the minds of the, the viewer. It's always putting misinformation in there. Hold and on, Let me talk to you, It's always changing the past and history, and it's teaching the world to think in opposites.
1: Is that not what's going on right now? I know a lot of people are dumb as shit, ignorant, don't know what 1984 is. But is that not what's going on right now? I mean, to those that are listening, those that graduated high school with me, you had 1984. If you was in that, who who class was I in? I think Miss King class. Miss King, 10th fucking grade. Was that Miss King? It was either Miss King or Miss Thompson. One of them. You know what I mean? I'll never forget Miss King, Miss King, Miss King was cool, white lady, black husband, little black girls, you know what I mean, she knew what time was, she got mad at me though, cause she she used to sell, she used to sell like snacks or some shit, and we used to buy a little snack, that shit was probably illegal, now that I think about it Miss King. You know what I mean? But she used to sell little snacks and shit. And we used to, you know, buy them. And she got mad at my ass because I said, why we ain't got no drinks? I, I think I asked her for some drinks. There was something to drink. Lady got mad and never, she was, oh man, I was like on her shit list. I don't give a fuck, but, you know, 1984. 1984 Animal Farm and that Oconquo shit, things fall apart. But 1984 stuff is, is the one. That's the one. Everything is controlled by a screen. I'm looking at a screen right now in this laptop and my phone and my TV. That's three different types of screens. But, um, all right, enough of that.
3: Again, a motto from the book 1984 is war is peace. Think about that nation, right? The the military department calls itself what? The Department of Defense. And it's always on the offensive, but it calls itself the Department of Defense. Freedom is slavery. Kind of interesting because
1: damn, America Zach, this is people, why was that really, I forgot all about none of that. us have been free. That's dead ass. The slavery really slogan. since the
3: beginning, but especially since we got put into slave school in kindergarten. Again, that wasn't your that's choice. What they used that to was do. required by the state. That's teaching you about freedom. That's what
1: 1984 was all about. Everything was opposite. They were saying fucking one plus one equals three. It's kind of like how they're saying Zay, uh, Dwayne Wade's son is a girl, and how they're saying they're. <laughs> five thousand genders and shit like what the fuck and what's funny people are really running with that shit
3: freedom is slavery ignorance is strength and uh, again you go to slave school and do they really teach you about anything that you actually need to know to benefit in this world I i would actually say the answer to that question is a little but it's like, if there's things you need to know in this world, like imagine a pie chart that there's things you need to know in this world to benefit, they're teaching you a small sliver of what you really need to know. They're not teaching you anything about nutrition and health. They're not teaching you anything about you know, being smart in the decisions you make in life financially and and, and otherwise, especially financially. That They teach us to be useful idiots so that we can get taken advantage of by the corporations and banks that own this nation and, and cr- literally create the textbooks that we learned from in slave school. If you don't know that, look into the textbooks in school and look who's, what companies are behind those textbooks and choosing what is in there, what information is in those books. They want a society of useful idiots. So war is peace, freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength. Opposites, but really also clearly paralleled to this nation we live in, of course, you learn Gematria, you realize United States of America equals 84, like Jesuit, 1984, the book, you know. We, we just had Anthony Fauci telling us all in opposites of what we should really... Everything that we should have really been doing, Anthony Fauci, head of NIH since 1984, a Jesuit, was was telling you to do the exact opposite. And in fact, if you went... Ah, uh,
1: <coughs> it froze. <coughs> Why? I have internet suits. (coughs) Pretty gay YouTube. YouTube don't like Zach. Damn. That motherfucker froze for real. Commercial break. Hold on. Let me see.
3: The best way to burn fat and get shredded is not keto, not paleo, and it's okay. definitely not intense exercises like this. That ain't... I
1: don't know what this
3: nigga... I doing. guess it's kind of a, a good thing about I don't
1: know, I went that far, man.
3: The thing of the past, and then what was amazing is 10 years after Tupac's... Uh-huh. Most of us in our lives were not actually seeing plotting the way to manipulate the minds of people so he knew how to write a a book about this that goes down as fiction but was really uh a warning for the type of world that was being built around us and if you've never read 1984 it's again it's largely about a populace of people who are controlled through screens and the screen is always you know putting fear in the minds of the the viewer it's always putting misinformation in there it's always changing the past in history And it's teaching the world to think in opposites. Again, a motto from the book 1984 is war is peace. Think about that nation, right? The the military department calls itself what? The Department of Defense. And it's always on the offensive. But it calls itself the Department of Defense. Freedom is slavery. Kind of interesting because in America, we claim to be the most free people there ever were. But really, none of us have been free. Really since the beginning, but especially since we got put into slave school in kindergarten. Again, that wasn't your choice. That was required by the state that's teaching you about freedom. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. And again, you go to slave school, and do they really teach you about anything that you actually need to know to benefit in this world? I would actually say the answer to that question is a little but it's like if there's things you need to know in this world, like if, imagine a pie chart that there's things you need to know in this world to benefit, they're teaching you a small sliver of what you really need to know. They're not teaching you anything about nutrition and health. They're not teaching you anything about you know, being smart in the decisions you make in life financially and and, and otherwise, especially financially. That They teach us to be useful idiots so that we can get – taken advantage of by the corporations and banks that own this nation and and literally create the textbooks that we learned from in slave school if you don't know that look into the textbooks in school and look who's what companies are behind those textbooks and choosing what is in there what information is in those books they want a society of useful idiots so war is peace freedom is slavery ignorance is strength opposites but really also clearly parallel to this nation we live in Course you learn gematria. you realize united states of america equals 84 like jesuit 1984 the book you know we, we just had anthony fauci telling us all in opposites of what we should really everything that we should have really been doing anthony fauci head of nih since 1984 a jesuit was was telling you to do the exact opposite and in fact if you went and took his own words from what he said before the pandemic you saw that he was teaching you everything the opposite of what he had prior put out in his time in nih as the head of that sector of government, but anyway here's what it also looks like, this headline yesterday at the 54th NAACP social or or what what do they call it, image awards, Benjamin Crump says he is never going to stop fighting racism and discrimination you know, and and he won an award for um, the social justice impact award of the year Benjamin Crump you could argue right now is again, there's people behind him, right? So you couldn't say that he, he, but in in terms of the faces of the people in the media, you could say that Benjamin Crump easily right now is the biggest instigator of racism and division in this country. Of course, there's people behind him. So there really are bigger entities, but in terms of the face, that's who he is. There's no way ever he could ever be like, like, given this award by reasonable people because reasonable people see what benjamin crump's doing he's going and participating in every psychological operation there is to bring about this division and chaos that they want and uh, again this guy's been connected to uh, every case since trayvon martin and and again (coughs) michael brown all of them uh, up to tyree nichols most recently He's been connected to all of these made for TV psychological operations that are meant to divide us. Thanks. And again, as we've been tracking all of them, they're all perfect rituals by the numbers. Uh, again, George Orwell did not name his book a number by accident. Numbers are the language of the cabal. Cabal comes from Kabbalah, Kabbalah comes from Jewish mysticism. That Jewish mysticism has spread to other sects of society, including the Catholic Church, which brought back the knowledge after the Crusades with the Templars. Kabbalah's code says, God created the world with numbers, letters, and words. Putting those things together is gematria. These people use this code every day in every last news media propaganda (laughs) story and every last ritual like this. Case in point, Benjamin Crump gets this award on the 139th day of his age. What does his name equal in Gematria? 139, like Freemasonry. His name also equals 58, which is another number over all these rituals. Tyree Nichols was a huge 58 rituals we just talked about. Uh, again, if you're new here, Gematria's A, B, C is one, two, three, up to Z, the 26th letter is 26. It's also using that order with numerology, which is how you get 139, 58. It's 58 we use numerology. But day after day, and I've talked about these numbers a million times with Benjamin Crump over the years, but now he's getting this award. And for the person who's saying, well, wait a minute, I thought you said it's the Jesuits, now you're talking about Freemasonry. Understand American, or not American, but modern Freemasonry is a creation of the Jesuit order. So Freemasonry you can look at as a subsect of the Jesuits. And, And you can look at the Jesuits as an order of the Catholic Church because, again, all roads do lead to Rome. We're on their calendar. We're on a calendar named after the Pope. Sixteenth century. We got the calendar we're on. We got English with the vowels, twenty-six letter alphabet, spellings we use today. The original English script is credited to a Catholic monk Burfirth of Ramsey Abbey from the year 1011 A.D.
1: Come on now. Again, the same century the Jesuits were created. All of
3: these things happened. Modern Freemasonry was created in the banking district of London, controlled by the Jesuits. Anyway. They ain't ready. Perfect ritual. They think we're playing. And keep in mind when you run the alphabetic order in reverse, America also equals 139, right? (coughs) This guy is such a big name in America right now. He's connected to every civil rights case. And by the way, civil rights equals 64, just like how the first civil rights, or not the first, but the latest civil rights act was in 64. Barack Hussein Obama, 64. Number 44, 44 years after the civil rights act when MLK was killed on 4-4 and Malcolm X was killed on a date with 44 numerology. But again, for this guy to get an award, and it shows you what the NAACP is, right? And, and, and come on, NAACP, uh, the, the Association for Colored People, you don't think that was created in the very beginning or just to add to the division? You don't think Black History Month was created just to keep people in thinking of terms of co- in color of race? You know, uh, Morgan Freeman on 60 Minutes years ago, um, I think it was Chris Wallace who interviewed him. It might have been somebody else, whoever interviewed him. You know, we about race, and Morgan Freeman was talking about how he wished we would just stop thinking in terms of race and just look at each other as people. And he said, well, how do you feel about the term African-American? And he, Morgan Freeman said back to him, he goes, well, do you want me to call you a European-American? And then he kind of laughed. He's like, not really. He's like, yeah, and it's, that's how I feel about being called African-American. But again, they give us all these labels and terms and ideas and groups to keep us in groups. And then once they have us in the groups, you know, sprinkle a little bit of this over here. Uh, Oh, here's a Trayvon Martin story to provoke this group. You know? Here's a this story to provoke this group. You know? Oh, let's create another group. Blue Lives Matter. Let's have let's have cops in their big trucks flying down the, the road with their new American flags with a blue stripe down the middle. That that's you know, some people are like, yeah, and then other people are getting provoked by that. They're like, that's a desecration of the flag. They're doing all of these little things to just keep everybody fighting. And it's so obvious. It's so obvious. E- even before I knew Gematria, I-, I-, I just saw through all this crap. It's like. Come on, man. What is Benjamin Crump doing for race relations? Nothing. All of these stories are obvious
1: You ain't bullshit. doing shit, but showing up. And
3: again, from the beginning, it's been secret societies, right? It was no secret in the beginning that Trayvon Martin's father was a Freemason, right? He's wearing his Freemason pin in the interviews. We've seen this so many times. Um, Philando Castell in Minnesota, his, his uncle goes on the news. He's wearing his Freemason pin, right? Secret societies. Rituals. Remember in that same cipher were Freemasonry and Benjamin Crumper, 58, so is Tyree Nichols, so is Solomon's Temple, which is where all Freemasonry secrets are. If I didn't say so already, Secret Society's 58, so was Rosicrucian. The real King James was a Freemason and Rosicrucian who dropped dead at age 58 unexpectedly. Special number throughout history. And, um, Words like fraternal or 58 is in the fraternal order of police. Derek Chauvin, 58, the George Floyd killer. The list goes on. There, there, there's a lot more to that point. But remember, just the whole recent Bobby thing with Tyree age Nichols, age. which Benjamin Crump. Wow.
1: Was Le- the Kobe died Tyre, at age 41. The same
3: way as Tyree. LeBron T-Y-R-E, Forgrana died at
1: age 58. The but King 17 Tyre, years later, if you as know, you Rambo, know.
3: Just so elegantly presented is who commissioned the building of Solomon's Temple. So, again, you can see how important Freemasonry is. And remember, Freemasonry is a Jesuit creation. This nation's capital is known as the Masonic City, named after the Freemason George Washington. But remember, the link with George Washington and the federal city, it moved to Georgetown, D.C. You know, the, the federal capital moved to the Georgetown area where the Jesuits have been since the beginning of this nation's creation. It's older than the nation. The capital moved to the Jesuit stronghold of Georgetown. And uh, it's funny. I was just watching something this morning. I didn't realize that um, I didn't realize that the Oracle of Omaha, Warren Buffett, is from Georgetown. But I was actually just listening to him speak this morning, and um, he was gloating about how America works. And, and it is evidence that America works, he's like, think about it in the time of war, you know, viral outbreaks, uh, contagion, uh, cold <laughs> wars. He's like, look at the way the market soars. This country works. I was like, listen to this psychopath. Yeah, you're getting super rich off this stuff, but I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll find the clip and we'll do this in another stream. I was just listening to this morning and I, I downloaded the whole stream. We'll play it later. But I was like, just listen to this guy. Ameri- you just listed like all the worst things that can happen in the world and how much money can be made off it. And then you said America works. <laughs> it's like, God. Ameri- okay. So when evil things happen, you get rich. So America works. And, and realize, you guys, that is the truth of this nation, though. That is the way America works. But he said it like emphatically, like it's a good thing. He's like, don't be discouraged by war and chaos and viral outbreak. That's where the money's to be made. And it is. And that's why, that's why this stuff is always going on in this world. Chaos makes these people money. This world runs on chaos. Again, that's why the motto, the Masonic and Jesuit motto is order out of chaos. You create problems, it brings about money. And it's because it's based on this. I mean, it's a system that they made, right? But in a way, it just seems so backwards. And it is. But it's like, here, you blow this building up over here, right? Because the, the whole system is based on banking and money. So if I blow up this building, first of all, money was made on that because that missile cost a lot. And that missile was paid for by the bank who loaned the money to the government to build the missile. So that was profitable, just blowing it up. Now they need even more money to rebuild what they blew up for whatever they want to build there now. That makes even more money, you know. And then they got so clever, they're like, man, we can influence the weather and create storms, and like, you know, that that dilapidated neighborhood over there, imagine if we just wiped that thing out in a storm, I mean, people think it was an act of God, and then we can bring in you know, a <laughs> condo project, think about all the money we'll make off that. Uh, again, but, but this is the world we live in. No, no, they'll and, they'll
1: you know, never do that. You know, Why would they do that?
3: And, and, I mean, think about it. Black Lives Matter went and tore apart American cities, and, um... You know, somehow, some way, in, in in all this chaos, and, I mean, it hasn't been good for everybody, right? For, for the common people, it hasn't really been that good. It's like you go to downtown to Portland, Oregon, the, the probably the most hardest hit city from all the Black Lives Matter protesting, because most of it's been in, you know, boards, you know. Oh, there used to be a store there. Now, it's, there used to be five stores on this block. Now, it's just all boarded up. The same on this block over here. You know what's amazing? Like, where Nordstrom is, which is a big corporation and retailer, like, everything around Nordstrom in Portland is just, like, all boarded up and destroyed, but Nordstrom survived. And it's like, so what? Black Lives Matter didn't care about Nordstrom? Uh, the, the Antifa protesters just let Nordstrom go? And, and that should show you how targeted these things are, too, right? Why would they not attack Nordstrom? They attacked all the smaller businesses around there? So they put out all the, the, the independent business owners got destroyed, and it had to shut down, but Nordstrom rolled on. A- a- anyway anyway what a ritual for benjamin crump on the 139th day of his age in the city where the capital is known as the masonic city and keep in mind this was the 56th day of the year and it should remind you that uh, black lives matter was painted on the streets of dc on church street no less again the jesuits served the roman catholic church but on the fifth day of the sixth month after a gazillion other 56 black lives matter rituals that, that have happened a thousand times over as we've documented but this was also on the 56th day of the year they did this. And um, in, in in Gematria, Black Lives Matter in the same cipher word equals 56, Society of Jesus equals 56, Society of Jesus also equals 187, and the NAACP Social Justice Impact Award, which he got, equals 187. This was the 54th edition of the awards, Jesuit Order equals 54 big numbers with these orders and for the record the plural freemasons equals 56 like society of jesus ancient and accepted scottish Rite of freemasonry also equals 187 and if you're new here so is washington dc and george washington Uh, again a lot of overlaps with the gematria for the masons and the jesuits who are all part of one larger order and again the logical way to think about it is the masons were traditionally builders and all throughout this world when you go into a town I mean, how many towns have you been in in your life where the nicest building in the town is? I'm going to let you think about it. You've been to towns all over the world, and so often the nicest town or the nicest building in the town could be a small town, could be a big town, could be a big city, but the nicest, most impressive building is the Catholic Church. Builders, Masons, modern Freemasonry, a Jesuit creation who serve the church. The Black Panther Party. All of their original meetings in Catholic churches in the Bay Area which is named, San Francisco is named after St. Francis of Assisi just like how the first Jesuit Pope is named after St. Francis of Assisi. But yes, Benjamin Crump you know, the, the social justice leader of our times, the guy who's participating in every psychological operation and every last one of these stories has been it's just, it couldn't be any more Orwellian. It's the exact opposite of the truth. This guy's the biggest instigator and the biggest divider in race relations of our times. You know? If he, if he were a real man and wanted to bring people together, he'd be like, you know what? I want you guys all to know that that dummy on 47th Street in Chicago in the Black Museum that's supposed to be a replica of Mike Brown, I want you to know that's actually not a replica of Mike Brown. That's the same Mike Brown that we used for the news story <laughs> you don't know that, it's a fact. I'm sorry if you don't know that you don't know the facts because if my channel had not been deleted a gazillion times the video would still be up where I showed the footage which the internet That that's what makes me sick too that's, that's the whole 1984 thing the information of our times is no longer mostly on paper right the information of our times is on the web and now we see how information can just disappear from the web it can be edited it can be changed but The video used to be up of George Brown, not George Brown, Michael Brown, his body, which was a plastic dummy, being loaded into the back of a police SUV. Bodies don't go in police SUVs. Plastic dummies do. And that's why they had a wall of cops, so you couldn't see anything, just standing in a circle in the street, standing in a circle, a human circle, around a plastic dummy to create this whole big story. And... Having them stand in a circle is part of the ritual. Uh, Again, spelling, spells, sorcery. The first, here, there's books in the library about witchcraft. Go open up any one. They're all going to tell you the same thing. The first rule in making the spell is you must make a circle. You must make a circle. That's why you've seen it in the movies where they draw the circle. You've seen the scene of don't step inside the circle. You've seen the satanic scenes with the big circle with the upside-down pentagram in it. So you had a human circle of cops standing around a plastic dummy. And it, here, I'm going to make a point about Michael Brown and George Floyd real quick. Point I made a million times, but I always assume there's somebody new here. Carter G. Woodson is the founder of Black History Month. Here's where all of this comes together. Again, if you're new here, you'll realize that I am redundant, but the reason I'm redundant is because people must learn these things. And I'm always hoping there's some new people to come across every video, which used to be a lot more true back in the day. But notice the gematria at Carter G. Woodson. This is the founder of Black History Month. 177 with the alphabetic order, 69 with numerology, 201 with the reverse alphabetic order, 75 with the reverse numerology. Notice the minimal change when I write out the Jesuit order. The Jesuit order, 177, 69, 201. Now, all of these numbers are important, is large and in charge, is because the first <coughs> Jesuit pope in the history of the Catholic Church, who's Pope Francis is the first to live at sweet 201 in the Vatican. And for the record, his birth name is Jorge Mario Bergoglio, which is 201. Just like the founder of the Jesuits, Ignatius Loyola is 201. Just like Adam Weishaupt, who founded the Order of Illuminati, was a Jesuit, which is 201. And again, he died 201 days after the anniversary of its establishment. Just like David Ben-Gurion died 201 days after the establishment of Israel when he's considered the nation's founder and state of Israel. Its official title is also 201. But notice Michael Brown. Michael Brown is also 201. And remember, Ferguson is just outside of St. Louis. St. Louis, St. Catholic. But St. Louis University is one of their very important Jesuit schools in this nation. And, again, Michael Brown is what popped off Black Lives Matter. The Michael Brown killing is where Black Lives Matter came into being. George Floyd, whose full name is George Perry Floyd, is who really brought Black Lives Matter back and, and then had its biggest, you know, notoriety out of that event. The ransacking of cities bl- blamed on Black <laughs> Lives Matter, which was organized chaos. Again, a lot of people are busted into cities and, and told to do exactly what they do. Tear apart Portland, but it was obvious, leave Nordstrom's alone. You know, Nordstrom's <laughs> isn't on the hit list. All those mom-and-pop stores, they're all free game, but leave Nordstrom's alone. And, um, a- a- anyway... George Floyd, not only is his name 201, everything about George Floyd was 201. His baby mama, Roxy Washington's 201. Remember, yeah. they, said he, they said he had a counterfeit 20 right? A counterfeit $20 bill. And and just days before that happened to George Floyd, Steve Mnuchin, who's a member of Skull & Bones, which is another 201 society, Steve Mnuchin said that they were mm-hmm. delaying the Harriet Tubman $20 bill for, like, another decade. So that was also part of the joke. But... Um, right after right after the George Floyd thing one of the stories that broke out of Minneapolis was a man named Lamar Ferguson had been beaten by the same group of cops and, and I mean Lamar Ferguson it just reminds of Michael Brown in Ferguson Missouri and Lamar you remember Ferguson's Colin Ferguson and, and then there was a there was a story I, I forget the other guy's name that, right uh, now but it was another 201 you know, you name out of um
1: Colin Ferguson.
3: Down by and I, the he was, Taylor thing I think happened.
1: Colin Ferguson shot and, uh, up a subway,
3: didn't he? On some goddamn underground railroad
1: shit. Oh, day. man. I gotta look into that.
3: DC, which
1: be Colin five, Ferguson. They both born in Did Colin
3: Ferguson shoot
1: black you? Y'all like don't know about that year, shit. Y'all don't know about that shit, I think it's because my, you know, shout out to my dad and my mom. Yeah, I mean, they listening. I doubt they are. Right, shout out to y'all
3: and, and notice Order of Illuminati Which is a Jesuit creation also got the 93 in it And they're illuminated by the sun Which is supposedly 93 million miles away And and who are the people of the sun uh, Of course people Who are referred to as Black people Who are more melanated Who are more You know Apt for, for living in, in sunnier places You know Take a fair Girl, I'm trying skin, to tell y'all See look Before sun, he keep you
1: know, going man to, I'm know, try- I'm trying to tell you man Cause it may sound like He's Raises, but he's not he's trying to tell you like we need to be unified and that black people if there is a chosen pe- people of god it's black people and he'd be trying to tell it. that's that's why a lot of white folks don't like that because he'd be you know he sits there and advocates for you know <laughs> for blacks ultimately you know what i mean if you're really listening to him he's telling black folks like man y'all gotta y'all gotta wake up man we as white people are fucking y'all up. That's what that's what he's saying, man. I'm trying to tell you. He's trying to tell you. You guys are the chosen ones.
3: So somebody who's darker, you know what I mean? But, anyway. Anyway. Ben Crump's been here through all of it, right? He's been here through all of these rituals. And they've all been just major rituals. Uh, Trayvon Martin gets buried on the anniversary of the Rodney King beating. March 3rd, 3-3. In the case of... Uh, George Floyd. The rioting starts on 33rd Street. In the Tyree Nichols beating, the camera moves. Just happened to be in a neighborhood that had a camera where nobody lives in the neighborhood. And it just happened to be a beating in front of a Mercedes parked on the street like how George Floyd was pulled out of a Mercedes. But the camera moves right to the beating scene at 33 minutes after the hour. And again, if you're new here, police, 33. Masonry, 33. Secrecy, 33. Order, 33. Federal, 33. Race war, 33. The whole thing they did with uh, Dylan Stormroof, the Charleston Church. Sh- and by the way, the Charleston Church shooting happened on the anniversary of Rodney King's death. And they said Rodney King died from drowning, like, like a black stereotype. What they just did down in Arizona, the, 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 the black swimmer who just died by the numbers for Black History Month. A- anyway, uh, the Dylan, Dylan Stormroof, they said he wanted to start a race war. And then he got 33 federal charges. And then they showed the, uh, the 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 supposed dead politician in the news that really did look like a, a wax. Not to mention the, the the same politician that was advocating for getting street cameras all over Charleston. Oh, that was his thing. Was his name Clemente Pickett? I forget exactly how you say his last name, but anyway, he was the politician that was supposedly died. But I, I do remember when they I was like that does not that does not look like a real human. That looks like a wax sculpture. And it probably was. And, um... But, yeah, it's it's been the same thing all these years, over and over. And... Okay. Well, on to the next story. So, uh, on the same day that, that Benjamin Crump is, you know, the, the greatest civil rights leader of our time, according to the NAACP, the... Viral story in the news is the white racist Dilbert comic strip creator and how all the papers are dropping him because of his remarks about how white people need to move as far away as possible from black people. (laughs) And this is another contrived ritual. And just like we show how day after day the news is contrived, notice, notice, Dilbert equals 70. This, this was the big news on the same day, Saturday, February 25th, 2023, a date with 70 numerology. So many 70 stories in the news on the 70 date. We talked about this with the killing of the Asian woman. And again, 70 days after the Pope's birthday where Vatican and Francis is 70. But Dilbert 70, right? So we're hearing about the Dilbert comic creator being a racist. And knows how racist is 70 like Dilbert. 25 if you use numerology going with the 25th of the month. But seventy date, so so appropriate for this story. R.I.P. to the dead politician in Ohio who dropped dead yesterday, at only the age of forty-six. Chris Jordan, whose name's seventy Method Man. We we're just uh, his talking his about forty-six in the previous 70. episode. He got the second most honors last night at the best NAACP
1: shooting in Minnesota.
3: <laughs> and you know what I thought about with Method Man? I just got to say it was the fifty-fourth NAACP awards, and Method Man was in The Wire. Method Man is a Pisces. That show begins on May fourth. And remember it's Omar, Pisces from that season show, he died in a big 54 ritual and he's on HBO which is Tully 54 network home box office 54 but um,
1: Wires in Baltimore yeah, just Maryland Mary
3: not here to watch his, uh, like his his the mother of Jesus have this great night of success. And I I, you know, I, I I, think a lot of us who watch the show, The Wire, we really did like that Omar character. It, it was arguably the best character in the show. There was just something about the way he portrayed his character. And he, he, wasn't was, he was. He was the hardest character well. in the show. We
1: finna watch but that. Something
3: that I, I specifically remember that, that I listened to him in an interview, and, and sometimes I wonder if this is the reason he died. And I'll say something about Method Man, too, because I remember when Method Man was on MTV next to Old Dirty Bastard, who's gone and, and was killed by the numbers. But the actor who played Omar He said that, you know, the most difficult thing for him was that in his time as an actor, he had a a best friend who who died unexpectedly. And I have to go back and look more carefully into the story. We we know what tends to happen to friends and family around these actors who who just die unexpectedly prematurely. But he was just so broken up over it. He wanted to go to the funeral. And then the the film that he was working for, they said, well, if you go to that funeral, you're going to lose the role. You're done. So, he said that you know ultimately he chose not to go to the funeral because you
1: know I'm, I'm playing 2K. He
3: had which was good, and, and they literally you know he felt kind of guilty about the that. Computer and he, he said the computer called a timeout. I can't remember if it was on a, when the
1: score was 70 a to 56.
3: News story or, or what it was, but I remember you know it's probably around like 2006 seven that I I saw him talking about this on TV and I thought man that's messed up. I mean, if like, you know really, you know they couldn't let him go to the funeral of his best friend. But maybe just even talking about that publicly, maybe that's why you know, he's getting axed by the numbers all these years later. You shouldn't be telling stories like that. You're making our industry look bad. And it's just like Method Man. I mean, people can go look at the interview on MTV years ago where Old Dirty Bastard, if you don't know who these guys are, they're members of the Wu-Tang Clan, and Method Man's mostly an actor now. It's funny, how many of the people from that group become <laughs> actors, the A Anyway, but Method Man and Old Dirty Bastard are, are being interviewed, and Old Dirty Bastard's bringing up all these things that are wrong in the world, like conspiracy stuff, and, and Method Man's going there, he's like, I don't, I don't agree with the, I, I didn't say none of that, I didn't say that. I, you know, he's just acting like, no, hey, don't be saying this stuff next to me. Next thing you know, what do you know? Old Dirty Bastard's dead? Hey, Method Man, now he's at the NAACP winning awards. And, um, He'd been in all kinds of movies and shows since then. So. And, and also, I mean, uh, like Method Man, his whole big thing was Tacal. He's, he's promoting, like, drug use, right? If you don't know what Tacal is, you can look into that. Takao. Just the kind of stuff they want, right? Low vibration crap. So... Anyhow, here coming back to this on the 70-day numerology, we got Dilbert the racist telling people to move as far away from black people as they can because black people are starting to hate white Americans. So in, in a way, he's putting out nonsense and bullshit. And honestly, he's probably he's probably told to say this. And everyone would be like, well, why is he told to say that? I mean, well, he's going to lose his comic. He's probably losing so much money. Yeah, but how rich is this guy already? And how did he get to be – how many good comics are there in the world that don't get to be in every published paper? I think this is the game. He's an older man. He, he look at it. he's already mega rich and he's older. You don't think he's at retirement age? Like Maybe he's ready Sterling to take a break from making comics. The son's owner. You know, there, there's a lot of funny comics in the world, and how do you get to be the chosen one? How, how do you, There's a lot of great singers and guitar players and musicians in the world. How do you get to be the one? You know, that's the exactly. chosen one. We know it's not the most talented. By we definitely know it's not the numbers. most talented. I mean, look at the musical acts that are being promoted to the top it's a joke but anyway right anyway little this guy's now saying all this crazy stuff giving us exactly what they want and for people who are new here understand i've been talking about this pattern with 70 and racism for a long time little punk white equals 70 right the word white is also 70 and all of these white supremacist shootings just go through them over the years white supremacists, 70 shots fired 70 shots fired 70 shots fired Recently in Buffalo, that's exactly how many shots they said, um, what is it? Peyton Gendrone shot 70 shots at the Buffalo Tops. 70. Over and over and over again. And, you know, just, I mean, look at these headlines. Slate, white extremist murders killed at least 70. Oh, I'm sure, at least 70. So, there's so many examples of this that we've gone over over the years. Here's another example. And for the record, um, on the 25th, this news is everywhere, right? The the racist guy is Scott Adams. Notice how Scott Adams is 25. Notice how racist is 25, right? Also 70, going with the date numerology. News by the numbers. Programming by the numbers. Division by the numbers. Day after day after day. And... um, (sighs) I mean, if I remember right, I think Peyton Gendrone, the name of that shooter who shot 70 shots, was also 70. Oh, you know what it was? They said Peyton Eskendrone in, in several stories. They, they put an S in there, they put his middle initial. That's what it was. Peyton Eskendrone. You see how it's 70 and 65, like white? Peyton Eskendrone. Several of the headlines had it. So, a- anyway. Peyton Eskin drone with the 70 shots fired. But that's what it is. And here, just, just to read this. Multiple newspapers have pulled the popular office comedy comic strip Dilbert after its creator Scott Adams made racist comments in his podcast and then doubled down on them. If nearly, this is what he said, if nearly half of all blacks are not okay with white people according to this poll. So realize he's responding to something in the media, right? He's saying, oh, this poll in the media is saying... Nearly half of the black population is not okay with white people. So he's responding to something in the media, right? According to this poll, not to me, that's a hate group, Adams said during his Coffee with Scott Adams vlog, referring to a Rasmussen poll published this week. That's a hate group, and I don't want anything to do with them. So... Media puts out this information, and what what does media? I mean, what is the point of the media putting out even information like that? What's the point? Is it like to gauge, like, oh, look what we've done to the populace we we've got, we've got, you know, racial animosity at an all time high since 1961, or you know, I mean, like, what, what is this? Is it bragging rights for what they've done? Is it even true? I'm sure if we actually looked at the poll, we'd laugh at the number. Probably says like. 59% 59% of... I was just reading something last... I, I posted on Twitter the other week about... CNN had this story about how um, taxes are racist. And then I was like, wait a minute. How can taxes be racist? And then I, I was reading through it to see where the stat... And then finally it hits you with the stat that... The way the tax bracket's set up, it, it disproportionately impacts 59% of black... I was like, come on, man. 59% of black Americans in black history month the month that ends on the 59th day of the year... And again, if you guys don't know, Slave 59, Negro 59, Blues 59, Rasta 59, Strange Fruit 59. You know, you notice how we've kind of become slaves in the time of uh, recent healthcare and and not even having control over our bodies. And they say that we're still in the Obamacare legacy. I mean, don't you see the sick joke? And then Obama's book, A Promised Land, which is uh, another 59. But, yeah, if you guys don't follow me on Twitter, I mean, I, I post a lot of stuff on Twitter, but it was last weekend. It was, it was something in the news. I know the post is there. Twitter's taking forever to load. Here, bear, bear with me. Let's see how much I posted last week. I, I just want you to see this with your own eyes about how taxes are racist and 59%. I mean, this is the media programming by the numbers, nonstop BS, and, uh, I mean, just this too. Jennifer McLean will become Virginia's first black congresswoman. It's was like, wait a minute. I, I, again, I mean, just refer, I, the, our, the way our whole culture set up? You, you can be one percent black and you're referred to as a black person. I mean, it doesn't even make sense, right? But hold on. Uh, oh, come on. Racial shaming of Carl Malone right after that the Utah or the Utah has the All Star game. I mean, you can't see how this stuff is just so ritualistic. It's so obvious. It's So transparent. That said, Carl Malone did also, also seem like an asshole. Uh, but <laughs> still, it's just like, it's just so obvious what they're doing. Oh, here we go. Okay. Black couples pay a higher tax penalty for marriage than white couples. Here's why. So you read the story, and it's total bullshit, right? And then finally, I was just looking for how they get to it, and then... um. When researchers specifically focused on households with adjusted gross income between $50,000 and 100000 under the tax law in effect for 2018, they found 59% of black couples faced a marriage penalty versus 51% of white couples. Okay. This is like some bullshit financial analysis. There is nothing in the tax code that punishes you based on race. And, and, and again, for anyone who's getting triggered by this stuff, and you know people will get triggered by it. People just read headlines. Oh, my God. They look into it. Oh, my God, we're getting punished because <laughs> of our race. This is just some bullshit bait that's put out there. Facts. And then here comes just some falsified stat by the numbers. And again, this is what they're feeding us all day. Bullshit stats by the numbers, day after day. Okay. It's okay. Again, this is a Kabbalistic way of controlling the masses. Remember, Kabbalah, Hermeticism, Alchemy, all these things... Are, are part of the ancient mystery religions. And, again, Hermeticism teaches that there's either one or... what Only one of two things are happening. Either you're doing the influencing or you're being influenced. You're doing the influencing or you're being influenced. I want you to think about that in regards to the American public. How many of the people in the American public and the 300 and some million people that live in this nation are the ones doing the influencing versus... The amount of people that are being influenced by the media and and then acting accordingly if i had to guess what the percentage is 95 percent are the ones being influenced by the kabbalists who understand the the, the way to manipulate the public maybe five percent of the, the public are independent influencers trying to get it might even be just 1%, but then that 1% is having an impact and they're turning like the 4% who's listening into – they're doing their own influencing rather than being influenced by this. And in another way, I mean you could say 100% of us are under some level of influence, but some of us may be less influenced than others in, in you know doing the influencing in other ways. But this is what it is, and that's why the programming is nonstop. And, and, and the question becomes, do they need to do it this way? Is it necessary to do it this way? Because this is what they do. I mean, we're, I'm uh, not just me. There's other people in the community contributing now. But, I mean, for a decade, I've been proving that this is what they're doing every single day by documenting it every single day, by predicting the headlines before they happen. If you guys weren't here in the beginning, the, the first of my videos that stayed up were focusing on the Michael Brown thing because I saw how hard they were working from the time of Trayv- Trayvon Martin up to that to do things – ritualistically to get people so focused on racism. And, and it just, I, I guess as somebody who grew up in a culturally diverse neighborhood, again, I, I was the only white kid on the block in the neighborhood I grew up in. But we all got along. We were all friends. There, there wasn't a problem. So I, I guess I liked hearing this story that we were growing up in this better time where everyone got along where it wasn't maybe that way in the past. And now I look back and I'm like, maybe it, maybe it's been that way. Maybe people have just been getting along. And we've all been influenced by this bullshit history. I mean, we see what history becomes right now, and we see it's all bullshit. So I don't know. I wasn't alive when MLK and, and Malcolm X were around, and I, I learned about that history, but is it isn't even, even true. You know, I, In a way, I want to say that, yeah, I do think they're, they're – I, I also do know that a level of racism exists, but I think a lot of those racism is like stuff that goes on in their own house and thoughts they have, but they don't really reflect in the public. It's just like uh, again, I my mom's family is from North Dakota, right? Predominantly white state, low population, mostly Norwegians and, and Germans who live in uh, North Dakota. And when Obama became the president, when I was around my family when he was president, the way a lot of them referred to him it was as the N, you know. And you know what the N is, right? it's like, <laughs> but I just thought. But but then they don't go out in public and act like that, right? That's how they talk in their own house. I, you know it's not good but it's not really it's like okay you want to do that in your house i guess whatever but like that that's the extent of of racism that I, i've really seen with my own eyes and then I, again they they do they do give us these cultural tensions um the, the only place i've ever had a conflict with with black people in life in in the flesh is on basketball courts and I had an older black man, you know, say one time, he, Zach, he said, he said, Zach, you have to understand when you're out here on the court, you know, a black man doesn't want to get shown up by a white guy because uh, again, this is our place on the court. This is what we're known for. If a white guy comes on here, it feels like we don't have anything. And, um, it's not to say that I showed up every black basketball player, but you know, uh, again, uh, we grew up in a, a predominantly black neighborhood. And, My sister's a lot older than me. I I grew up in in my... He wasn't my actual blood brother, but he was like my older brother because my sister was with him for so long. You know, I I learned a lot from him, and and he raised me up playing sports, and he he was a good influence. My dad's a good athlete. I wasn't a bad athlete, so I did have some altercations on basketball courts, and I I just realized there's some kind of tension there. But, I mean, so there are little things, but these are little things. These are little things. Outside of that, like, I never had a, a problem with race relations with anybody. And... I think that's true for almost all of us. Most of the stuff we're hearing about has always been in history books and in the media. And, um, again, I know there are other stories. Like when I was in Buffalo, um, you know, the gentleman out there explained to me that that all the corner stores have been bought up by people who are from the Middle East, and then the Middle Easterners are kind of rude to the black people who live in the neighborhood. And, uh, I, I mean, there is stuff, but it's just like, uh, again, they're just trying to pour fuel on a fire, and and that's the other thing too. It's like why why are there like, <laughs> don't mean to say wrong, but in the time that they've been like teaching us to be scared of Islamic people in the, in the post nine eleven era, where they're teaching us that Islamic people are terrorists. In that same period of time, the federal government's made a point to funnel in more people from the Middle East than at any other point in American history. So uh, again, you have to see the way we're being manipulated, and. Um, I guess the other thing that's sad is it's like you know why why can it be that in a black community where it's been predominantly black for decades upon decades do these people not own their own stores and then you know middle easterners can come in and buy up every corner store in the neighborhood and, and treat them like this um th- th- again that's that's something about it it's it's not it's like most Amer- you look at a lot of business owners in, in this nation they're there are people that came over from other countries you look at all the highest paying jobs in this country there are people that came over from other countries and can go to all the big tech sectors where all the best paying jobs in america are right now in the age of technology very few people that have these jobs are americans so again it's like the actual american people are being held back from achieving what they should be able to achieve people are coming over from other countries and taking like the, the best things that america has to offer and I guess really, if you sit back and think about it, a lot of it is because America's just so caught up in bullshit their whole lives. They're not mastering mathematics and science and the things. And again, these things aren't emphasized in our culture. I remember when I was in school growing up, uh, our teachers would tell us how lucky we were that we only had to go to school for this amount of days a year and this many hours a day. Because if had we grown up in China, we'd be going to school for almost the whole year, and the days were a lot longer, and you'd have to be doing way more math at an earlier age. And in a way, it was like, man, I'm glad I'm not having to go through that. I'm glad I can go home and, uh, you know, play outside with my friends and do whatever. But now we see what it is, right? It's like, well, wait a minute. Now all those Chinese guys have all the jobs that pay well. You know, the Chinese guys now. So, uh, uh, again. While we're so distracted and entertained and, and fighting amongst ourselves and getting caught up in the latest drama, we're, we're also getting behind in what the rest of the world's doing, not caught up in the drama and just focused on achieving and, and advancing themselves and having knowledge and skills. I mean, this is what it is. Because stories like this is what, you know, instead of, in, go, you know, maybe a kid comes home from school after his day at slave school and instead of the parents talking about, like, You know, I remember when I moved, when I moved, I moved to a lower middle class neighborhood and a lot of Asian kids lived in that neighborhood. And I just saw how their life was. It was after school. You know, they went home and now they're studying more mathematics. I was like, man, I'm glad my parents don't make me do that. Homework's enough. But, you know, like one of those kids, Michael, he grew up to be a a great engineer. And um, I'm just saying, you know, that's that's the conversation going around their family table conversation going on around America's table is, man, can you believe, can you believe, can you believe that Benjamin Crump, can you believe, can you believe what that Gilbert Ryder did? God, I wish Donald Trump would come back and save us. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the difference. So, and, and people come to my channel like, well, Zach, all you focus on, again, people come leave these kind of comments and all I'm doing is focused on the media and the negativity. Again, you don't have any discernment or understanding. I'm trying to get people to break out of this media matrix that's controlling everyone's mind in this nation, which I've seen for a long time since even way before 9-11 happened. I, I used to get, get driven nuts by how much p- people my age and I as a kid wanted to watch TV. Football game's on. Let's go watch the football game. I'd be like, let's go outside and play football. You know? Let's go outside and play football. I don't want to watch the game. I want to play myself. I want to see if I can improve my throwing distance today. I want to see if I can... Score five touchdowns on you guys today. Not watch other guys play football. So anyway, America, a nation of TV watchers, and yeah, it's just not good. So again, just with even even just little silly things being by the numbers. NAACP Image Awards. Um, who took top honors on two twenty five? Angela Bassett did two twenty five. Just running the alphabetic order in reverse. Angela Bassett, 225 on 225. Award ceremony after award ceremony. Doesn't matter if it's country music awards, Oscars, Grammys, whatever. Golden Globes. We see the same stuff week after week, year after year. How can it be? It goes to show, you know, Angela Bassett isn't like you and I angela bassett you know she's got the name she's got the birthday for the planned rituals and she won it for wakanda forever right and and, and, (laughs) and and again just the advantage of this knowledge i put it out for free thursday night football i showed you um you go to this video right here this video was published before thursday night football The Carolina Panthers on Thursday night football on the eve of Wakanda Forever Black Panther. Remember, the Carolina Panthers, their entire franchise (laughs) is synced up with the history of the Black Panther Party, which is how we called Super Bowl 50 dead on. Who'd be the MVP? Hey, remember how I was about 58 in the beginning? Freemasonry, 58. Secret Society, 58. The founder of the Black Panther Party, Huey P. Newton, 58, right? In October, we said, look at this. Vaughn Miller, number 58, will be the MVP of the Super Bowl, and he will be Cam Newton, who will be the 58th quarterback to start in a Super Bowl. Cam Newton, like Huey P. Newton, in the Super Bowl in the Bay Area where the Black Panther Party was founded in the same year of the first Super Bowl season. But we saw that in October, and that's very lucrative information because Vaughn Miller, who was picked one pick in the NFL draft after Cam Newton, Cam Newton who died, or excuse me, Cam Newton who was born, you see how Huey P. Newton also equals 131? Cam Newton was born on the 131st day of the year, in the year Huey P. Newton died, and Huey P. Newton died on the day, leaving 131 days left in the year in that same year. Rigged sports, rigged rituals, people born for the stage, people used on the stage, people sacrificed on the stage. And again, where did it all start? Starting started in Catholic churches in the Bay Area. But, um, Again, we've been talking about the Black Panther Party and rituals with with the Panthers for all these years. So here here's the point I wanted to make. In this video I pointed out how the Panthers next win at home all time in their franchise would be 115. 115 Panthers equals 115. And that movie was releasing exactly 115 weeks after the death of Chadwick Bozeman. So you got the Panthers playing on primetime on the eve of the new black panther movie and the panthers can just coincidentally get the 115th home win in their franchise history Wakanda forever about creating this new home for their people home win right Masonic's also 115, and so is Killing. Again, it was 115 weeks from the death of Chadwick Boseman, who died on the makeshift Jackie Robinson Day, and they did change his age of death from 42 to 43, because he really died at 42, like Jackie's 42. You see how Jackie's 42? You see how Slavery's 42? You see how the N-word's 42? You see how Tuskegee's 42? Notice how Tuskegee's also 30 and 42. Look at slavery again, right? 30 and 42. Look at the N-word again, 30 and 42. Look at the name Martin, 30 and 42. Look at the name Malcolm X, 30 and 42. Now look at the character Angela Bassett played winning the award for Wakanda Forever, Ramonda. Right? Ramonda, 30 and 42, right? What are the odds of that? Remember how we talked about 201 and the Jesuits and black history? Look into the Tuskegee syphilis experiment and look at how many people were in the control group. You'll see it was 201. It'll remind you that before the COVID pandemic, the simulation for it was put on by Jesuits and it was called Event 201. And it'll remind you in, in the buildup to the, you know, the, the jab coming out to save us all from the pandemic, what did the media keep saying over and over for what population group needed it the most? Over and over, they said the same thing. And by the way, remember a black woman was the first to get it Sandra Lindsay on the anniversary of Sandy Hook but notice notice the jab's also 42 like how Elvis who made black music they said died at age 42 and he got the jab on live TV for polio exactly 42 weeks after his birthday on Jonas Salk's 42nd birthday and Bill Gates first birthday who operates out of the 42nd state Washington who is always over in Africa testing out his new medical experiments on black children by the way, William Henry Gates, his full name is another 201, and his ex, who had the same birthday as the Jesuit Order, comes from a family of Jesuit priests who was the main co-sponsor of event 201. But, yeah, I mean, they even have to co- code it in the character name, right? And This is nothing new. It's just like Martin lives in sit- or apartment 42 in the sitcom Martin in Detroit on the 42nd parallel, you know, February. I mean, here we are in February, right? Black History Month, which is the month that equals 42. But yeah, and again, Method Man also took big honors, and in his birth name's Clifford Smith, and again, this was on the date, with 70 numerology. Clifford Smith, 70. And then, again, while all this stuff's going on, right, it's the National Day of Hate, this thing that's being promoted and, you know, they, they said it's it's neo-Nazis and people like Handsome Truth and, you know, the GDL and all this. But, a, a, again, I just want you to see the familiar patterns. National Day of Hate, right? 72, and, and they're mostly saying it's neo-Nazis. Let's not forget that Hitler equals 72 and he was backed by the Catholic Church and wore the red and black like the Jesuits. Order also 70 or Jesuit order 72. Let's not forget President Biden, 72, President Trump, 72. With regards to Biden, let's not forget that when it was 1972, he became senator-elect and his wife and daughter died in a car crash right after on 201 Road. And then when he was 72 years old, his son, Bo Biden, died 201 days before the Pope's birthday. And let's not forget that the first Jesuit Pope became the first Jesuit Pope on March 13, 2013, the 72nd day of the year. Let's not forget there's 72 Goatias in the de- seventy-two demons in the Goetia. 72 names of God in Kabbalah, you know the rule of 72 there's 72s all over the place 72 bricks on the pyramid in the dollar bill the, the again the Jesuits are a Sun cult the Sun moves one degree every 72 years on the astrological wheel There's a reason for all of this President Biden 144 like Jesuit order a number connected at a time square root 12 12 hours in the morning in the evening 12 months <coughs> of the year Wakanda forever 144 And again, Jesuit order, right? 144-54. Wakanda Forever, the actress, gets top honors at the 54th NAACP Awards. And by the way, the, the first Super Bowl with two black quarterbacks fell on Abe Lincoln's birthday, right? Abe Lincoln, 57, Super Bowl, 57. But it was also the NAACP's birthday. Happened to be their 114th birthday as history's made. But yeah, just all this stuff on the same day, right? Spreading hate through the, um, through the Dilbert cartoon where he's saying, uh, again, the Dilbert guy says, and I would say based on the current way things are going, the best advice I can give to white people is just to get the hell away from black people. Uh, again. And, and, and notice, I mean, it's all about what information you're listening to, right? Turn on Fox News. Fox News is a racist news network, and anybody who can't see that must be racist, because what is Fox (laughs) News always doing? Fox News loves to highlight black men caught on camera doing things illegal. Fox News has to have several of those stories every day in their mix. You know? And then Fox News is always broadcasting the narrative that white people are being phased out of society. White people are being phased out of society. Is there an element of truth to that? Yeah, there is. There is, and you know what? That there's. Don't dwell on things that are going on. Recognize it, and then figure out a way to get around it. How do He's I know right. that, that? They why, are great conjunction I've been ritual. i We've I been talking in Seattle about this. in 2006 And you know, there was a time where I was I was trying to find certain places to work, and I was literally being told that. You know, we're, we're actually looking for candidates other than white males. It's like, oh, wow. And, and I ended up working at a place where, and not to say there's anything wrong with black women, but I ended up working at a place where a black woman was in charge, and she never showed up for work. She literally got caught stealing from the company. And despite all that, she remained in charge because they wanted a black woman to be the head of the company. It's like, wow, this is really interesting. So you can not show up for work. You can steal from the company. You can get caught. And um the only people who get in trouble are the people who catch that you were stealing from the company. That's who actually got in trouble. So and, and again, that, that's not a, understand it's not a slide on black women, it's just a real story. And,
1: and I know I mean, black people are gonna but be mad about
3: those oh,
1: two Oh Lord These are
3: the people that want us fighting amongst oh, ourselves Lord.
1: while won't you buy me a Mercedes? They continue wins. to rule
3: over us and and gain greater and greater market share and you know, pull the world more and more into chaos, because like we started in the beginning, these people make a lot of money out of chaos. Yeah, go ahead and, and have a race war downtown and tear it all apart. We're going to make more money off it. You're going to lose your mom and pop store. You know, we have so much power, we can make sure where the chaos goes. We're not worried. We're not going to lose. We're just going to gain more and more market share. We're going to gain more and more wealth. You guys keep fighting amongst yourselves. So... And it's all about this, this, this narrative that we learned before we were alive, right? That's why it's part of our slave school training to learn about the history of slavery and the injustice that's happened to this race. And now you got, you know, Jesuit governors like Gavin Newsom, you know, saying, like, we're thinking about giving out reparations. We're going to give out reparations for things that happened, you know, that you learned about from 100 years ago, 200 years ago. And it's like, well, wait a minute, you already have, like, a major financial crisis, and you're having to make all these cuts in, in all kinds of programs, what is paying out reparations going to do for that? Well, it's, it's going to make it so that you're in a greater financial hole, and now everyone's tax money is going to go towards more and more debt, and there's going to be even more animosity in society because, yeah, the, the white guy who might have benefited from the system for all these years, now he's pissed off because now he can't get a job because he's white, and now he's, like, screwed, and, you know, inflation's going crazy, and he knows his... Tax money is now going to that's, that's what's dead. about it's to happen, like, people. Okay, I understand slavery was a bad thing, but God, I didn't make that choice for slavery. I learned about that in the same history book that everybody else did. But again, you guys, they're doing all of this to us because they just know it's going to keep us fighting with ourselves. They know that again. The ruling class knows that emotions like greed and envy are like ruling over American consciousness. They they know that people are going to continue to look at each other and fight with each other and compete with each other, and you know just dig the hole that we are digging as a society right now. That's really being dug for us. You know we're being baited into digging our own hole further and further, and um, it's bad. And in the time that they're adding all this bait and stuff, they're also like getting people to just be more sensitive. More emotional, more caught up in, in, in all the wrong things. I mean, look at how all—it's it, weird. I mean, just just look at what's going on in the time of this, like all in the time of all this, like be hypersensitive, cancel culture. You see how people who've been riding with me for all these years have all of a sudden flipped against me because they're like, you know what, Zach? I think you crossed the line this time with that rant. It's Like, dude, I've been doing the same rant for exactly you know the last five years. You're, you're, all of a sudden, you're getting real sensitive about it in the last year where this is the major cultural programming. Maybe you have been following what I've been saying all along, but realize. You should be realizing yourself right now is maybe you're not as separate from this media programming as you think you are because it seems that you're under the same spell that they want people to be under. You're now worried about my rants about why I'm angry and mad at people. I mean, I think everyone can understand with a brain who really is writing with me why I rant the way I do sometimes.
1: Exactly.
3: I am sick of humanity's ignorance and, and them just marching along to the mind control programming day after day. You know, I'm calling out the Chagosi truths of the world. Chagosi truth becomes so sensitive and and it's not just him but it's just like he's just become so sensitive and emotional all and and he's given plenty of rants just like me too but now he wants to cry about the things that I've ranted about and 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 really what happened there again we all have all this stuff going on right we have all these emotions things happening in our life Uh, a few dominoes spill over right here now more dominoes are spilling over Uh, again you know The the only time Chigosi ever came out to any kind of gathering we had was to meet another woman so that he could have sexual relations with her. He had that there, and then they broke up, and since then, I've been his number one enemy. And I guarantee if you could get inside his brain, you'd find out that he holds that resentment against me because he liked this woman, and now that broke apart. So somehow that's my fault because I brought this thing that's now a pain in his – I guarantee you it's something like that. This kind of stuff is just weakness. I know it's human, but it's like you got to be rational, you got to be logical, you got to be consistent. And again, nobody's perfect, but you should strive to be better. And yeah, I realize things I've ranted on and the things I've said definitely could have been put in a better way. But at the same time, people should see where I'm coming from, you know? All of us have a reason to be outraged. I've always said, you know, like one of—if there's a motivating piece of entertainment in my world, it's the movie Network. I think that's the most important movie that was ever made. Network, and and, and the quote from that film is: 1st you got to get mad. First, you got to get mad." And, and and he says that because you got to start speaking about out about how unjust this system is. And, and again, just like I was saying in the beginning with Warren Buffett, there's a scene in that movie. If you guys don't know what network's about, it's about a, a news anchor, you know, a, like a CBS news anchor who goes on the news every night. And instead of going on the news and reading the teleprompter and saying what he's supposed to say, instead he comes on and he gives a rant about how the world is bullshit. And if you haven't caught on yet, every night the news is bullshit. And he's telling them bullshit. And his whole life's bullshit. And for all of you who need some God to believe in to, to, to make it – you think it's going to be okay, that's more bullshit and I'm not saying that a creator is bullshit. I don't think... But, again, it's a, it's a funny scene, and he's just saying the whole world's bullshit, and everyone's caught up in bullshit, and we got to break away from this bullshit, because ultimately, at the end of the day, this bullshit's not good for us. So, you know, if you've seen the film, at first they cut him off the news, but then they realized they had the biggest rating ever during that rant, so then they're like, you know what? We're going to start a new show where he just goes on and rants every night on the news. And um, uh, eventually... Eventually, what he's doing starts to break the, the corporate control system. So he gets set down in the boardroom by, um, what's the actor's name, Ned Beatty. And Ned Beatty explains to him, he's like, Listen, you are messing with, how I rephrase it, the, the primordial forces of nature. And, and then he explains how well, what matters in this world is. Gold, oil, corporations, all this stuff. The stuff that's ruling over us. And he's like, your rants are cutting into our profits. And this will not go on or you will not go on. You know,
1: (laughs) Exactly. But
3: yeah, again, the movie network is awesome. Because it's also about, uh, you know, the the, the news network. It's a a new, uh, you know, she's in charge of the news division. And this is a, it's like... It's a fictional movie, but it's full of truth. And it was at the same time in real life where, back in the day, nightly news was not for profit. And it was strictly not for profit because they did not want uh, the, the, the people who could give it profit to be motivating what's on the news. And, and we see how this is now. Anderson Cooper goes on a rant. You're not a real man if you have not been vaccinated yet. You are a child. And then literally literally when he's done on his rant being told you're not a real man by Anderson Cooper literally at the end of the rant it goes to commercial break this segment sponsored by Pfizer it's just like okay oh my god did anybody just watch that I mean is there anyone who still has a brain left you're not a man if you don't go out and get vaccinated this segment brought to you by Pfizer I mean seriously that's where we are that's where we are the synagogue of Satan tribute at the Grammys, brought to you by Pfizer, like literally. And um, uh, again, people in the past understood that, and realized, I mean, society's on the decline, right? And and part of it's because the information is so corrupted and so bad. There was a time, even though this nation's always been corrupt and bad, there was a time it was less corrupt. There was a time where the nightly news was not for profit, and it was actually about giving people information. Uh, The Vietnam War. It, what was different about the time of the Vietnam War? The nightly news used to show the dead bodies of the soldiers so that people could go on and say, see, this is what war looks like. Look at these, all these young dead people right here. Is this, what are we fighting this war for? H- has anyone seen any dead soldier bodies on the news in any war in your lifetime? Well, you lived in the time of Vietnam, I'm sure. But if you're my age, I'm almost 40, born in 83. Have,
1: has this anyone my
3: answer. age seen any dead? I, I remember, I remember what CNN did at the beginning of the year with Ukraine. It looked like they were on a movie set from Wag the Dog, and um, this guy's walking down the street, and there's this like, it didn't make any sense because like the tank looked totally fried, like it had been like lit on fire, but the street was all perfectly fine around it, and I was like, okay. tank got all burned up right there. I'd imagine the concrete would be damaged, but then he, he he's walking along the tank. And he's like, oh, my God, there's a dead body right there. And they literally go up, like, pretty close to it. And you can see it's just a plastic dummy. I'm like, oh, my. Okay. Like, is this a scene to test how dumb everyone is? The the burnt-up tank doesn't make sense because everything on the road is perfect around it. It's pristine. And now he's, like, literally showing you a, a plastic. And it's like when they, remember the airport shooting in L.A. years ago? Where they, like, literally wheeled out the plastic dummies? It's like, oh. Like do they they know that the population is this or or people are so tuned out that they can just get away with this. But again, it's it's all it is every day, mm-hmm. guys. It's it's back to your regular scheduled programming and it seems like as time goes on they have to make it dumber and dumber to make sure is that not a is that not one of the hit movies of our generation, dumber and dumber starring Jim Carrey who now goes on, <laughs> you know, comedy night shows dumber every now and, and then and dumber. makes fun of like oh, people think there's an Illuminati. It's like, uh, well, it was a historical thing founded by a Jesuit. They seem to still be running the show by the same 201 code they were doing back then. But yeah, I I, I just, you know. Network. If you've never seen it, oh, I, I didn't even finish. The, the, the woman who takes it's over who becomes head of the network, I, literally dialogue in the movie is she's like, I, I want to start creating the news stories. I want terrorism. I want... She, she wants to create news stories to sell his news to make it more engaging and exciting. I mean, it's just like, you go back and look at this, you're like, oh my god, man. These people have been telling us all in advance in Hollywood for so long. That movie came out before I was even alive. Anyhow. Anyhow. By the way, uh, I, I I did go through and just slimmed all the uh, the wrenches, and don't um, don't don't feel disheartened if if you lost a wrench, but uh, I just wanted to see if we could minimize the amount of people who are getting you know banned who shouldn't be banned, and a lot of people were complaining about how many people had wrenches, so I, I allowed a select few to maintain their wrench, and because um, there are people who've d- done a great job as moderators or. You know people who've come out and pounded payment and some people said they didn't want a wrench So I just took away their wrench even though. I'd probably given them one, but um, Okay, I I see we we generated a whopping eight dollars Let me say thank you to those people I do appreciate it Uh, veger with another country's currency, I do appreciate it. it, said, when will they give reparation money to Irish in USA? Whose who's <laughs> white Protestant ancestors were sold like slaves by Catholic Britain to Masonic America? Uh, again, it, it, and exactly, I mean, that's the reason they do this stuff, right? Because other people say, well, listen, we should have a right to reparations too. Now I, I feel like, why are they getting, that's why they do it, right? So people can continue fight and say, well, that's not fair. I, I deserve this. And, um, uh, Truth Vibration Podcast, who should not be doing Super Chats, chipped in $2. He said, Crump cheats on his boyfriend with Cheney. Hashtag Reuters. Okay, I don't really understand. Um, Is Dick Cheney in the headlines? But yeah, those were the Super Chats. Um, Well, let me just see if Dick Cheney's in the news try Dick Cheney. Okay. Uh, Sorry, I I don't understand the super chat, but it doesn't look like there's any recent headlines about Dick Cheney. Ralph Nader still writing two days ago. You guys, um, if you've never read Ralph Nader's book, um, I think it's called The Seven Traditions. Uh, don't, Don't quote me on what number it is, but It's a good book. He he teaches the way he was raised and just healthy life practices for a proper life. 88 years old, Ralph Nader's still going. I have been scolded by Ralph Nader in, in real life. He was not happy with the question I asked him in person. And I think it came from a place of, don't ask me to do any more than I've already done. I asked Ralph Nader why uh, he only shows up at election time. And you know what? I, 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 bet, part of, I bet part of what I, I was wrong about is that's probably just when he gets media coverage. He was just so mad at my question. He did not like it at all. I forget exactly how he responded to me, but he wasn't happy. So, yeah. Anyway. All right. Um. What did I do here? Oh, there it is.
1: I think it's 39, bro.
3: Okay. I appreciate that, Royal Gush. He said, much love, Zach. Been looking at your work since Spiritual So when Kobe died on that ritual. I'm behind you 100%. I, re- I appreciate that, and um, I appreciate that Spiritual So has given the numerous recommendations that he has for the work. Uh, and it's too bad what happened to his brother, which was very – it was suspicious what happened to his brother, but I don't think it was Spiritual So's fault. I mean – I don't know if somewhere along the way, you know, somebody crossed his path and said, hey, we'll take you to the stage that you're on right now. I I mean, I don't know that, but it is sad what happened to his brother. Sometimes I wonder if had he not sharing the work, because he did put this work onto a lot of people by sharing it on his platform. Sometimes I wonder if his brother would still be here. Yeah, and then, the, and then the drama people are talking about. I, I mean, ultimately, you guys, the, the bottom line about that drama is, and it, it's just like when people are doing things for the wrong reasons, right? Like, to me, doing this work has always been about getting knowledge out to change the world for the better, to help people break their mind from the programming and, and the propaganda that's controlling so many people that's it's leading them to, to the disaster land. And that's what it's been about. You know, for the person who's been, been a good, helpful per, part of the community, who's recently changed, to uh, becoming more of a distraction, and drama creator, um, you know, that it's obvious to me, what it's about right now, because I mean, uh, you know, they kind of even just, shared it openly, in their stream yesterday, but I had a private conversation, with them, and like, I can't figure out the whole thing, the whole thing is so weird, but you know, she wants to be together with me and thinks I should leave Sweet Lady for her and that if we got together, the the work would go much further and the, the world would be a better place. And this isn't the first time this happened. I've had a few different women in the time I've done this who think that I should be with them because, you know, we'd be a good fit and we're on the same page and we care about this work. And Zach, you should be with a woman who cares about the work as much as you do. Um, you know, like like I've always said, Sweet Lady is good for me. I I do hope that someday she'll get more into the work and help me. And I I think that eventually will be a chapter. Uh, Things happen when they're supposed to. But, uh, again, you know, if it it wasn't for May, who's Sweet Lady, I I prefer to call her Sweet Lady just because the weirdos out there, they might try to start figure out who she is if I call her May too many times. But, um, you know, if it wasn't for her, I don't think I would have found the work. I, I don't think we'd be where we are right now. And again, ultimately she has been supportive. So again, she's put up with a lot, a lot of people, a lot of women would have, uh, you know, they, they would have wanted me to shut it down based on all the things she's seen happen in the time I've been doing this. And again, I've known her for longer than I've known Jim and, and, and she's always been good in my life. She felt like she keeps me balanced. She keeps me motivated. She has qualities that I don't have. Um, So, yeah, the only thing I could really ask for for more is, is, yeah, I do do wish she'd come out and pound payment with me and be a little bit more involved with the work, but she's behind me, supporting me, so, yeah, and and again, it's just like, it sounds like ultimately, you know, the the woman who's creating drama right now, she had this idea that her and I would end up together, and uh, that might have been her real motivation all this time, and, that's why she's like creating beefs with other women in the community that she feels like I'm more supportive of than her i mean this you know it's not it's not a knock on women but this kind of stuff happens more with women than it does with men it's just like there there can be a cattiness with women right like a, like women seem to be the ultimate competitors when it comes to woman versus woman, you know the, the fights I saw. For example, the worst fight scene I ever saw was October tenth, 2010. I'll never forget the date. 10-10-10. It was a 49ers-Eagles game in San Francisco. Uh, just so many fights in that stadium, just in my own section. But just, like, even the, the worst thing I saw was between two women. I was just like, oh, my God, even women killing each other over this game. And... Um, I, I, it was a, it was an ironic game to be at because it was the game where Alex Smith, who was always mild-mannered, blew up at Mike Singletary. There was, like, chaos on the field between the coach and the players, chaos in the stands. But, yeah, this there's, there's one fight right that happened just, like, rose in front of me between women and the cops came in and dived and tackled them both. It was, like, the biggest tackle in the game happened in the stands in the section I was in. But, yeah, I mean, women can get really competitive and catty, and, you know, it's just like – Yeah, again, you you got to be about things for the right reason. And I'm going to call out Chigozi too. It's like, ultimately, at the end of the day, I don't know what Chagosi's real motivation ever was in this community. Was it to have community? I mean, it seemed like he cared about the work, but then the only thing that ever brought him out was to have relations with another woman. And then when that fell apart, then he kind of just, like, disappeared for the community from the most part. He started making videos like prank calling, uh, you know, phone scammers. Like, hmm. And now he wants to sit on the sidelines, you know, you know, dogging me day after day. It's just like, okay, I'm going to still, I'm going to keep fighting the good fight uh, again, you know? That, and that's also part of the, that's, I guess it's kind of a, a good thing about having a person who's in a relationship and, you know, not caught I mean, that is a big part of our lives, right? When you don't have a relationship, when you're not happy in your, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, your, your social needs, If that's a missing part of your life, that that might actually – because I think that is truly what we are as humans, right? We're social creatures. When we're children, our life's like really all about our friends. When you become – when you pass puberty, you you get interest in, you know, I was going to say the other sex. But at this day and age with what they've done, it's like you might be more likely into men, (laughs) sadly, (laughs) if you are a guy. Seems like that's becoming more and more common. And, and again, just like I told you guys, just like I told you, that, that one troll of mine that I have that trolls 24 7, 365, that slammed him, I've said I've suspected that, I, 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 said I, I, I finally got to hear his voice. I finally, sus- you know, I've suspected for a long time that, you know, whoever that is, that guy might be homosexual. He might have some kind of feelings for me, might be some kind of like weird. After listening to his voice yesterday, I'd say the percentile that that guy is a homosexual is about ninety nine point nine, because I've never heard a straight guy that a straight guy that talks like that. And again, I mean, you, you get you get this kind of knowledge and foreknowledge from having life experience, like relationships and crushes and wanting to be with other people. Like all of this stuff can create drama and turmoil. And in the time I've been here, I've never been side reeled by by any women woman or. Or, or, you know, had any motivation. I've always been straight about it. I'm like, I'm happy in my relationship. I'm here to do this work. Uh, you know, I'm not here for your, you know, I, I thought you wanted to do the work. Now you're sending me nudie photos. It's never been about any of that. It's <laughs> always been about doing this work, getting photos. people on board, and, <laughs> you know. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I see open ups coming. I mean, yeah, the, the, yeah I, I've said I guarantee you this guy's some emasculated, And, I mean, anyone who heard the conversation that we had yesterday is hiding his face. But you could just hear the guy's a total loser. I mean, guy's a total loser. I'm not saying that because of his sexuality. But, I mean, just total disingenuous loser. And 99% likely that, you know, he goes for other dudes. So, does it surprise me? Because, no, no real man would do that. And it's – I'm sorry. I don't mean to say that, like, gay men aren't real men. But it's more likely – again – some gay guys in this world would surprise you. When I, when I used to ump- here, I'll tell you guys something funny. Uh, okay, when, when I umpired softball as one of my ho- outside hobby jobs, one year I got sent to this softball tournament and I didn't. This is in Seattle, right? Seattle has a huge homosexual population. When I got there, I didn't realize it was an all homosexual softball tournament, I, I didn't realize there was a homosexual softball league. But then after I worked the tournament, this, this this league requested that I do more of their games. They liked when I was there, and it was weird because they're gay guys who are attracted to me and they're flirting with me. But the reason I went there and did it is because they paid more. And then it, anyway, it's so again just funny story. But gay guys like God, it's just, when you live in a community where there's a lot of gay people, you, you'll realize if like you're a gay magnet and it can be annoying, but it can also be kind of funny. And, um, that's also why I just had this feeling about sports gematria. Like, I I think he's got the same type of thing as the other woman I'm talking about. I think like sports gematria must just, his whole life's about me. He watches every video. He's been, um, it's like, again, but these aren't things that like men, men do. This is like women's stuff, right? So again, understanding people's psychology and, um, just not getting taken off the path which sometimes I let my trolls and, and haters do a- anyway drama there there's so much of it being contrived and a lot of it just comes from like ulterior motives and uh, again I, I wish we could just get people here who are about the work about the work doing the work, getting out the knowledge being consistent, And um, again, people want community, but maybe some people have gotten into this community because they did sort of like the work, but then they they were more about the community than the work. Uh, Again, I I would want people who are promoting this work to be here primarily about the work, you know. A, A lot of people have fallen off because they got their feelings hurt. Or, like I said, Chagosi's a good example. He helped out for a number of years, but then he has the relationship drama, and then he just kind of falls off the wagon and then starts attacking me. <laughs> uh, again, th- these people ultimately, I-, I would say, were never here for the right reasons. So I agree, Zach. Anyhow, gotten way off tangent, but, uh, you know, you start reading the chat, that'll happen. Yeah, drama. I know people love drama, and yeah, maybe I should just end this stream and come back and just talk more about just like.
1: (laughs) You did good. People need to really stop being so sensitive. That's gonna cut it there, guys. So that was Sunday service. Have a great day.